It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Matt Smith in for Mike Evans alongside Mark Schlereth. Mike will be back tomorrow. First up on the brew, the Nuggets got the job done in the in-season tournament on Friday, turned around and played the Bulls on Saturday, but it wasn't all great news. You always worry about those types of injuries because they can stick around for a while, so we have to be smart about it. The great thing was tonight, uh, we used Aaron Gordon as a backup point guard. We used Reggie Jackson. We used Colin Gillespie. Uh, I can't say enough great things about Colin, the, the journey he's been on, to get through everything he's gone through, and to go out there and play and play the way he did tonight. You root for kids like that, so happy for Colin and the job that he did tonight. Jamal Murray strains his hamstring, plays just 10 minutes against the Bulls, and this came a day bo- a day after Michael Malone on Friday night said that he was worried about Murray, thought about giving him the day off because of his shins, because of the knee recovery. Next night, he goes out, strains a hamstring. He will be out for the game against the Pelicans. Yeah, Hammy, that's always uh, that one, the strained one. You don't want it to become worse. You know, it, it's one of those things that can linger for a long time, too, because, you know, if it's not really bad. You know, you're trying to rehab and come back really quickly. So, But this NBA basketball, I am sure, and it's early in the NBA season, so I'm sure they'll give him plenty of time and plenty of rehab to come back. But it is a concern. There's no question. Nicole Jokic was brilliant yet again in both games. He had a Sambor double, which is, of course, all but one assist to short of a triple-double. Nuggets play the Pelicans tonight at 7 o'clock at Ball Arena. C.J. McCollum will not play. He's got a collapsed lung. Thoughts out to him, because that is scary, scary stuff. Next up in the brew, the Avs. Uh, uh, you guys okay? Carlson, out front scores! What a pass! Made it through to William Carlson, and he roped it as the Golden Eyes have the extra point. Mark, the Avs went out to Vegas on Saturday. And I remember I told you it was the mom's trip for Colorado. Right. It was the mom's trip. They all went out there. And maybe the moms went a little too hard because the team did not on the ice. Avs lose 7 nothing. They are 1-3 in their last four. And all three losses were shutouts. Alexander Georgiev has allowed 15 goals in those three losses. Yeah, that is, uh, that's a concern. I mean, there's no question about that. I mean, the night 7 nothing with the Golden Knights. I mean, you want to talk about a... Good old fashioned behind the woodshed butt whipping right oh, there. That's yeah. That, that is, was the old yeller. Was what that, that is, was. Yeah, that is not good. I wonder what. Uh, I wonder what Bednar. I mean, I'd what like, Bedsy had to say. Oh my gosh. Maybe we'll Can get that imagine? here coming up, huh, Johnny? Yeah, Bedsy probably not. I mean, I would like to be not what he said to the to the media, but I'd like to be in that locker room. Fly I, on have the a, wall. I have a feeling that Bedsy is one of those dudes that will get into your ass a little bit. Yeah, especially after you know. Three shutouts in the course of a week. Right. That, that ain't any good. All right, coming up next in the brew. Prime, he's having trouble with this. This is hard. This this is hard. The reason it's so hard is because you know you're capable of doing better, playing better, performing better, calling better games, coaching better on my behalf. And you are coming up short when you have enough to get the job done. And it's... uh. It's painful. It hurts myself, the team, and all the coaches, the fans, uh, some of you as well that, that actually care. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. And actually, hey, man. Because, you know, us in the media, you know. But he's right. You know, there are definitely those of us in that room that do care. 
So I get where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time, at least as a coach, that he's ever had to deal with losing like this. Yeah. Do you well, think he's having a little bit of a... First of all, I think they're growing pains and you're one of the program. Sure. But do you think this has been a little rockier than he expected? Um, Yeah, probably. But I, I, I think there's also that realistic aspect to it that... You know, you can sneak up on some people. People aren't sure exactly what you have. And you can shock a few people as they did early in the season. Um, and, you know, there were some things that weren't dealt with as much with. They weren't dealt with with as much grace um, as he's dealing with them now in the disappointment. Right. You know, you didn't believe you didn't believe you didn't believe, you know, you know, me calling guys out and. You know, and I and I get that. I get I get where they're coming from, but um, it is one of those kind of eye-opening experiences where you realize, um, you know, what you have, what you don't have. But yeah, I, I'll point to the Broncos right now and say, you know, the way they have played here in the last couple of weeks compared to what they were doing early in the season is a coaching adjustment that needs to be made up in CU. To recognize we can't do it the way we wanted to do it initially. Mm. So we're going to have to change what we're doing. And like I said, we could still be good or we could still win games. It's just not going to win them the way we would like to win them. And that's where I said earlier in the show, are you showcasing your quarterback? Are you trying to, you know, you're trying to win win a game? Right. Because you, at this point with the, the skill level that they have, especially up front, you cannot do both. The way you're currently constructed, I don't believe you can showcase the quarterback and win a game at the same time right now with the opponents you have and the way you're constructed as a football team. At least to the extent that they are, right? I mean, you got to at least feign to try to run the football. Like, you got to give it the old college ever. You can't run the ball 11 times to running backs over the course of a game. Well, while your quarterback, by the way, this is what Prime had to say about uh, Shadur's pain level because he mm. came into the game injured, and then there's a thought out there that he may have had to receive multiple ejections during the course of the game. I mean, shoot, he, he's been hurt. I think he went in to, to get an injection so he could finish. So it's extraordinary. That was in the fourth quarter? Yes, sir. And then how about halftime? The, the, the kid is, is it's tough. He's tough. He's fighting through it, and he don't make any excuses. He w he wasn't raised like that. We're not making any excuses. We don't do that. It took him about ten seconds to get up and stand up from the press conference table. Yeah, yeah. So they got three games left. Y you can't do this to him anymore. Otherwise, he's going to get really hurt. Unfortunately. All right. Hey, I want to hit one more thing. Next right. up in the brew, the the NFL confirmed it. The Broncos will be playing in primetime the next two weeks. They had an opportunity to flex either one of the Monday night game this coming week mm -hmm. against Buffalo and then next week's game on Sunday night against Minnesota, but they chose not to. So, America, get ready for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton in primetime the next two weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously in Buffalo, and we talked about the, there's something in Buffalo that doesn't smell right, but, hey, Josh Allen's still a big star, and, you know, and this is still kind of a huge storyline right in Buffalo and especially if the if the Broncos I mean they're rolling up there off of a couple of straight wins you know this is they're hot yeah they're, they're but hot. I, mean, it, I, I understand why they didn't flex it out and then um, as far as Minnesota is concerned Minnesota is a great story 
you know, with Brian Flores, the defensive coordinator, what they're doing with the blitz that they're bringing and the pressure that they're bringing on the opponent's quarterback. So, I mean, that's big time. Um, but obviously with what Joshua Dobbs did yesterday, it was just incredible story. Yeah, but you know Sean Payton's mentality heading into that Minnesota game is just going to be like Dan Lanning when the Buffs went to play Oregon. The Cinderella story is over, man. Yes, right. Exactly. It's a great story, but the Broncos need wins because currently as it stands, they're in 15th place in the AFC. There's only 16 teams. Hey, the good news, though, is if they do lose to Buffalo next week, they can't be the worst team in the AFC because that distinction belongs to the New England Patriots. So at least there's a little bit of solace that we can take in that. 